Hey, uh, Miyagi Mike, are you going to do your thing? <laughs> uh, shout out to Red. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's do a thing, gentlemen, shall we? Do it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to maybe, I've said too much, the Karate Kid of internet podcasting. I am your host, Miyagi Mike, and I will be your host and guide on this adventure through sanding the floor or something. I am joined, as always, by my good friends and compatriots, Izzy Swan of all things IzzySwan.com and Joel Crawford of Missing Digit Woodshop. Gentlemen, how are you this evening? I couldn't be better. Actually, that's not I true. I, I, I'm suffering from what can only be uh, classified as continued outbreak of Ebola. But other than that, I'm great. Ew. All right. So Joel is doing great with... A slight touch of Ebola. Hmm. And uh, shout out to all our fans with Ebola. Yep. Izzy, how you been? I, I'm I'm still trying to get past the idea of Mike sanding a floor. I just, you know, I think we should do it, you know, put our camera up in front of him, let it sand for like 12 hours straight, and I just can loop that over and over in the studio because it's got to be extremely satisfying. Who's going to be the one that uh, that does the hot shoulder massage, though? I mean, well, yeah, but get... can well, we do it? Married. <laughs> You've got to have your wife do that. Jeez. Which, no, no, no. There's, which means he needs to be in Speedos while he's doing it. Oh no, no, and no, I'm I, let's not go there. Oh, I don't need that mental image. Oof. Oh, you already you already have it, sir. And I don't know how you I, I don't know why you would record or uh, record. I don't know why you, the little Freudian slips let you know what I have on right now. But I don't know why you would uh, stand <laughs> in anything but that. You don't want to ruin good clothes. So. Uh, I don't know. I'm just if you're sanding the floor, it means the floor is rough. And if you're on your knees sanding the floor in a speedo, you're liable to come away with some pretty beat up knees from that. I know, I'm well, I've sure. got, I've got something here that's going to ruin you. It oh, wouldn't no. be the first time. It's I'm more of a squatter. <laughs> <laughs> you got to save the knees. <laughs> so, so speaking of terrifying mental images that you'll never get out of your head. Did, did we ever have trade tracks or did we just like throw those out and just go off any way we wanted to here? So. Is there, I mean, if there's been a plan for any of these episodes, I, I, I don't remember us having meetings or even prior conversations about them. Yeah, I don't so. remember that memo either. So I guess we're okay here. But yeah, anyway. I mean, I'd say that, you know, we have a formula that works, but uh, we don't. Right <laughs> so, say well, silly what? things into microphone, press play. That is basically right. the formula that <laughs> So how how's things with going with you, uh, Mike? What's going on with the uh, CNC adventure? How's that coming along? He's a that, factory. <laughs> <laughs> I I am at this point. If I don't do two to three projects on that thing per day, I feel like I've failed the universe. So yeah, I've got um, all kinds of cool, interesting things just popping out. I did. Uh, my wife saw some silhouettes online that were like 150 to 200 dollars a piece, and she was like, "Can you do these?" And I, said, yeah, I can do those. Um, so after a little farting around in uh, Adobe Illustrator, which I didn't realize how bad I'd gotten at that program, I gotta, I gotta, sh- I gotta sharpen the chops up. Um, but yeah, I did a couple of uh, silhouette tracings. Um, so I got the my three daughters. I did there when they were like, we took pictures of them all when they were like five or six. I did them, so they're cute and adorable. And um, I did some interior decorations, a cathedral window, um, 
couple of signs for a friend, my uh, Ninja phone holders. I've got the uh, design on that thing tweaked. Uh, I did a, uh, what was that thing? The, uh, the Susan B. Komen ribbon uh, as a phone holder for a couple of friends of mine that uh, recovering from breast cancer. So uh, I might steal that one from you. You should. Or you could link to my Etsy store where I, uh, <laughs> where I'll probably be selling them soon. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, they're, uh, they're pretty cool. And, and by the way, no one has guessed the, the name of the business yet where I will be selling my wares. So we haven't had any, uh, oh. any winners, so I don't have to give anything away yet, but we'll see if anybody, I'll, I'll leave it open for another week. See if anybody else, um, comes up with the, the name. Yeah, I, I know you two know, but I don't think that anybody's going to guess. Uh, just a point point of order here. Uh, it's very poor marketing if you don't actually tell people where to go. Oh, they will they will wander aimlessly for forty days it. and forty nights. I get it, and uh, and I think that the 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 next forty generations will be cursed as well. But I don't my likely. My pentitude reading is a little bit low. It's it's been a while since I've been in the Old Testament. So, but uh, yeah. So no, that's the um, no one's no one's guessed the name yet. So we'll leave that open if anybody wants to. Uh, there is a prize in involved in uh, in guessing what the name of the newly renovated storefront is. Um, so, and I'll be honest, if you guess it, I'd be pretty amazed because I would too. I wasn't high when I came up with it, but it's the type of thing that a pothead would have said out loud. So. <laughs> um so mike you're gonna you're basically gonna put us out of business then with your production right no 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 i think we i think we serve very different markets the um i i serve uh hey here's a whole bunch of cool stuff i'm giving away for very little money uh until i run out of scrap wood and then my prices are going through the roof (laughs) (laughs) so so yeah, you're gonna have you might have a you might have a maybe a 15 minute lull in business, but that you very very likely you won't even notice. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that that thing is cool. I, I I promised myself I wouldn't spend an entire episode talking about it, so I'll, I'll do this last three minutes as as the uh, is the uh, the planting a flag for people to see and then moving on. But well, what are we talking about then, sir? Well, yeah, you guys, uh, you know, first and uh, and foremost, what have you guys been up to recently? I mean, we haven't, uh, I think the last recording we did was probably a week ago at this point. So, Izzy, what you got going on out there in the uh, the world of school building? Uh, slow. Slow is the word. Um, right now, I've kind of, I've taken a few days off to work on some videos. Um, I've got... Uh, a deal I did with 3M that's uh, on some new stuff they have coming out. Or not new, I guess. It's newer. That's pretty cool. All the tape you can eat. Uh, <laughs> right. No, no. Uh, but they they have a very cool um, specific type of tape that I've... Uh, I guess I can say it. It's VHB tape. Um, they have a new version of it called uh, 4911. I know it's an exciting name of VHB tape. Uh, but I've used VHB tape before in the sign industry. And, uh, you know polycarbonate uh, aluminum or glass or that sort of thing and it's an amazing product so when they said hey you want to do this video i'm like yeah like yeah i'll do the video i want to check out this new stuff so it's got a thicker core which makes it more conformable and uh, honestly i wish i would have had it before because it would have been nice for going over rivets and stuff but um i I think you know it's one of those things that works i'm not trying sorry guys i'm not trying to pitch you on it i'm just saying it's one of those things that works really well for 
DIYers for like camera mounts and all kinds of crazy places. So when they said, I said, yeah, I'll do it for sure. And I've already put it in my Amazon shopping cart and I've got, um, and I got a, I got a scooter kit out of the deal. So I got to put the scooter kit together with that. And it was turned out awesome. By the time this comes out, the video will be out. Um, I think it's the first project I've ever done where I didn't actually build all the parts first. I'm not sure how the audience is going to take that. It, you know, it sounds a lot like, um, uh, it was hard to make it sound like it wasn't a commercial because it kind of was, uh, I, I, this is <laughs> well, no, I mean, you know, it, when you have a lot of faith in a project in a product and you get to actually work with a brand that you're excited about working with, sometimes it's hard to, you know, not be a little bit over the top about it, but, um, it was, you know, it's a good product and I was happy to, I was happy to do it. And, you know, it's always nice to have the extra work to help pay for the school and the shop. And, um, so I've got, that going on that's i'm actually going to finish editing that video here as soon as we're done and then uh, i'm working on a big gear a really big gear system for a video and i've got a couple others coming out that i need to rock on so i've had to kind of put the school progress down for a few days and uh, like we've talked about before getting help out there has been a little bit of a trick and uh, with my schedule being as wonky as it is i can't really say hey guys come up and you know help out for a couple of days i've had some offers i just don't know I mean, I could literally be two days from now, I get a call and have to go back to Charleston or, you know, wherever. So I can't, it's hard for me to line up help to come up and help. So I just kind of use some local guys when I can, but, um, so it's been a little bit slow, but it's coming. And, um, I'm pretty excited about the fact that we're going to get our heat tubes. For those of you who aren't familiar, it's a big, long, you know, 30 section, 30 foot section of cast iron pipe that you blast heat down and uh, it's radiant heat. So I'm excited about that being in there. So hopefully within a week or two or two and a half weeks, we'll have heat in there, which would be nice. You wouldn't have needed that in Charleston. (laughs) Right. No, we wouldn't have. But then again, you know, I I really probably would have had a hard time talking uh, Woodland Creek into moving their entire, you know, 100,000 square foot operation down to uh, Charleston. So. Oh, I get it. That's yeah. <laughs> but no, I, you know, so it's been good. I mean, there's been some progress. It's kind of nice to be just having some fun. And like you, I've been playing a lot with the, with the new CNC, learning it and uh, learning kind of testing its boundaries. And I've broken a few bits, which has been fun. I got one shard in the leg. I had to pull out with a pair of players. But um, aside from nice. that, yeah, aside from that, it's all been pretty good. So I've I've had a couple of bits zing past my face. Oh yeah, they come flying, don't they? It's it's amazing how uh, how much torque you can get on a piece of carbide. Yeah, that's uh, one of the things I realized is they, uh, you know, as a rule of thumb, they say whatever the factory settings are, you can probably double those and be safe. Um, you know that, that I have on the uh, <clears throat> on the easel program because they give you, you know, if you're cutting this, then do this. So I, I've I've doubled everything up, and I, I find that I'm still not pushing the limits. I don't see smoke or anger or anything, so I might. Uh, I might I might get a face shield and go into the uh, <laughs> into the realm of the unknown with the uh, the numbers and the math there. See if I can you know get some get some damage done. So, it's- oh, I don't think you can load the chips on those with your machine. I think um, if you put your router on the slowest setting and run that thing flat out, I think I think you'd be able to just barely hit uh, some bits on their full chip load. Oh, well, it's funny, too, because, you know, when I use a router, just a, you know, like a regular, because I have a, a little palms router thing. Um, and after I finished some of the things on the machine, I went and I rounded over some of the edges. 
And I was, <laughs> I was looking at, I mean, the, the machine as fast as that thing moves isn't, you know, very, but when I was rounding over the edges, I was just hogging through that material. And I was like, why am I afraid to use that machine any faster when I'm just burning through, you know, this other stuff with a, doing it manually. So that was, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to play around with it some more. Again, here we go talking about that friggin' machine. I could already hear the, yeah, it's, it's not even real woodwork. Dude, <laughs> shut up. Jesus. Uh, right on. So, well, so, on that Joe, note. <laughs> um, I, uh, we're doing our thing. We, this is this is the big month. So our sales are up. Um, I'm actually happy to tell you that from last year's sales, uh, month over month and, and year to date, we are up uh, 42% over last year. Wow. Which... Yeah, yeah, our growth has been pretty spectacular year to year. Damn, you got a hundred bucks to get back on my feet. <laughs> well, no, sadly, as some guy said, "Hey, you can buy a house," so I don't have two pennies to actually squeeze anything oh. out of. By the way, that guy um, was you. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I guess it was. I just said I can give you the mortgage for it. <laughs> so now, now to be fair, that was you're kind of like a crack dealer in that aspect. Like, yes, I want a house for my family to grow up in, and you are my supplier. I mean, I could have just told you the so, rate was like 12, and you would have stopped, but uh, so it's a shame yeah. on me. But uh, That's true. Well, we've been, we've, been, um, we've, been, we've been going hot and heavy. We've been uh, getting our products all up and about, and I've stopped developing anything new for this season. Um, so we're kind of just on... You know, I tell our guys and girls, um, you know, basically, if you can assemble it, I want you to assemble it, put it in a box, and let's ship it out. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're doing. And so we have, I don't know, four to 600 pieces sitting in Amazon warehouses all over the U.S. right now. <clears throat> and that's, we need another four or 600 of them for November. So that's what we're going to be doing all through uh, the rest of these next two weeks. So should be fun. Well, that's awesome, dude. I, uh, you know, I, I know that I, I'm not sure how much you interact with the people that aren't on this podcast, but just from the uh, the times that I've spent with you and, and um, you know, just the conversations we've had and a little little bit of time I've gotten to know you, I don't know anyone more deserving of success than you. It's it's good when. Um, you know, good things finally happen to good people. <laughs> so, well, and I do appreciate that. I, I actually, it's funny because I just put up a, I kind of in our group of, of friends and folks that, that are makers and that oftentimes, um, at least verbalize that they'd love to make that their profession, which is great, by the way, always keep working towards it. Um, I gave a graph of what my sales were and for the last, I don't know, 12 days, 10 days. And it's like some days are just up in the air. And then basically it's just, you kind of look at that stuff and you're like, okay, great. We're up. And all of a sudden, like two people look at your website that when there should have been 200 and nothing happens. And you're like, oh, well, that was a fun ride. I think I'll start looking in the classifieds now. <laughs> and then, and then, school. Right, exactly. And then uh and then uh and then maybe two days later everything's just blowing up again. And you're like, Okay, well I'm saved. The lights stay on. Yeah. You know, it's just it's a very strange and weird 
you just you gotta you gotta have the grit for it. You gotta have the cojones to to say, okay, maybe I shouldn't be looking at the daily numbers. Maybe I need to be looking differently, and kind of kind of keep going. Think in quarters. That's the uh, that's one of the things that my father and, and a bunch of people I know that deal in businesses. Um, they they don't look at daily or weekly or whatever. They look at sort of quarterly projections, and that seems to be a you know a pretty good metric because you know ninety days is enough of it keeps you away from the the minute trends, but it gives you enough of a scope to know, okay, what are we actually doing here? You know what I mean? So if you're, if you're looking at, you know, month over month and year over year, those type of things are, you know, they're good, but um, you know, what's your, what's your next quarter going to look like? What is that, you know, what does that entail? And, and what's your previous quarter, you know, cause that gives you, it gives you enough data and it gives you enough time to get the flake out of there, you know? So it's just, that that may not work for everybody, but for everybody I know that's you know that does some type of self-employed making things for other people, that seems to be a good metric by which they can measure success or failure. So, yeah, it's 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 tough, and and because now the tools are so easy, where I can look at metrics and things like that, um, where I don't have to like start compiling numbers because they're on a you know triple row ledger. Um, it's it's a uh, it's it's definitely an emotional ride, so so it's fun. I, I I can't complain though. I wouldn't honestly. I don't. There's parts of me that maybe w- miss having a paycheck every two weeks, but the truth of the matter was when I did have a paycheck every two months, I was waiting for the that Friday, so I could go cash that and spend it because I already spent it the two weeks previous <laughs> on crap that I got a you know yeah. electric bills and things like that, and so there's. This this is a fun way to get your money. It's a little it's a little crazy, <laughs> but it is it is a lot more fun. A little crazy. I like how you put that. <laughs> it keeps you hungry. The uh, you never you, yeah. you never run out of looking for food. So well, yeah. you know, it goes. It definitely goes from hey, we're doing great to oh my god, I think I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> we're selling everything. Make a sign. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, I've had I've had plenty of those moments. I may be going through another one here shortly if uh, things don't turn around. But yeah, well, yeah just we're gonna have, don't don't make me come to Michigan to hold you, rock you uh, on one of those sweet yeah. rocking chairs in the middle of the country because it's yeah, gonna it's get weird. Good. It's all good. no, no. no. What, what you need to do, Mike, is you need to come up there. Just take a corner of the shop, show Izzy how production works. Take your X carve up there. <laughs> And then just just start making like like thirty signs and 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 silhouettes a day, and uh, you could, you could multi million dollar company right there. Yep. There well, so I, I helped a friend of mine pour concrete this weekend. He's actually he's been a buddy of mine for probably twenty plus years now. Um, and you know you have to know me that long if you say hey can you come in my house at six o'clock in the morning and help me pour three yards of concrete so um, <laughs> because a yard of concrete by the way if you don't know this is four tons I believe somebody will correct me if I'm wrong and you're wrong you can stick your facts in your ass because I don't care but the um, <laughs> so whatever it is it's heavy okay you wouldn't want three yards of concrete laying on top of you so um, yeah so we we went and did that when he, he we, you know I was telling him about the machine because that's all I talk about these days. I'm like, you know, the people that do CrossFit or like vegans, they don't shut up about this stuff. I, I'm that guy. Was, <laughs> that's um, awesome. So I was telling him about it, you know, because I, I had a couple ideas for things I wanted to make for him. Um, and he's like, you know, well, after we're done here, let's go to the house and check it out. So I brought him here and he was like, he's looking at it and he's just watching me kind of move through the computer. And I am very good with computers. 
So, and he's like, dude, he's like, no wonder you love this thing so much. He said, it, it, somebody took a computer and made it into a woodworking tool. <laughs> he's like, those are your two favorite things in the whole world. And I'm like, yeah, if only it did porn. And then, and then I was like, <laughs> I was just too honest. <laughs> so I, gotta, I need to walk it back. Let's slow this down. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, but yeah, fun times, fun times. But, um, so yeah, I had a, uh, I had an idea. Um, I had been thinking about something. I, this, uh, this, uh, I'm not sure where this came from or, or whatever. And, and, uh, I apologize to people who have to listen to this, uh, but just bear with me for a second. So the term that came to my mind is, is something that I used to talk about with friends called creep. Now creep is what I typically get called by all the women I work with. Um, but, uh, I just, um, basically, you know, creep is something that moves slow and it kind of moves over time and it just sort of, you know, um, it, it doesn't have a good pace to it. And, and typically in my life, creep is sort of something that has kind of a negative connotation to it. So you get to a point where like you get to a point in your life and this happens to everybody and it happens all the time. This is not unique or special to me. Just this is just, and it's not even really something I've been feeling a lot lately. So don't send flowers to my house or call me to see how I'm doing. Um, but you get to a point in your life when you just you're not where you want to be, and where you are is so far from where you were. You know what I mean? Like you just, but it's happened over such a, a gradual period of time. Um, that you just not you just weren't paying attention to it and now it's a problem you know whether it's um you know I, i've gotten too fat or i stopped working out or i don't spend enough time with my kids um you know for me i've seen just you know there's a lot of people i know that just always do the wrong things and they're always rewarded for it um you know and and, and i consider myself somebody who tries to do the right things and, and it's not necessarily that i'm not rewarded for it because i have an amazing life it's just um you know, you just, you have these little, just sort of small habits that happen every single day that you, you pay less and less attention to because they just become sort of a trend and a part of your life. And then one day you wake up and you're like, holy shit, man, how did I get so far from where I want to be? You know, and, and I've, I don't, I don't necessarily think I'm at that point in my life right now, but um, I can see it coming. Like there's just certain things in different aspects about, just my day to day where, um, you know, I'm just not, I, I, I'm, I'm not necessarily the guy I want to be today. And I'm not, I don't find myself on the right path for goals that I've set for myself and the, the habits and the, just the day to day have gotten to be so just normal that it's, you know, seeing another path and seeing another direction just becomes really hard. You know, it's just that, that creep, it just, it, just you turn around and you look and you see how you got here and you see where you're going and you just don't necessarily see another path, you know? And it's like, and, and, and again, you know, there's just a lot of, um, a, a lot of different components for me, you know, I'm, I, for myself, and, and this might be a little bit more personal than you're supposed to be on a, you know, podcast that broadcasts on the internet. But, um, but yeah, I mean, just for myself personally, you know, um, uh, just weight and fitness have always been something I've always struggled with. Um, Definitely not where I want to be as far as that concern. I'm, 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 you know, I don't think I'm gross to look at, but I can't see me other than <laughs> through the mirror or when I look down. Um, so, 
you know, that that's all, that's just kind of gotten away from me. Um, there's things, you know, at work where, you know, I thought in, in certain aspects of what I do for a living, I'd be further ahead than I am currently. Um, the creative side of things has started to kick back up because of this new machine. And that's been sort of a new awakening. Uh, but that's also kind of wakening up parts of me that, you know, I wanted to, I, I want to be at a point in my life where I can start dedicating more time to, you know, being creative, being more artistic, being more, um, you know, sort of giving and just, just, just things like that. And, 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 and I've gotten away from those things because, you know, I, I work so many hours, I, I focus so much time on all the things that, you know, are rewarding in some aspects, but they're not rewarding all the way around. You know, and it's just, um, you know, I, I, I'm hoping having a conversation even here with you guys is sort of a way for me to play this back and just sort of see how did I end up where I'm at? And again, where I'm at is my life. You know, this isn't a boohoo. My eight trillion people would trade places with me tomorrow. I mean, it's just, and I know that concrete, a yard of concrete doesn't weigh 4,000 pounds and there's more than, or less than 8 trillion people in the world. So again, you can kiss my ass with your facts. No, a yard of concrete does weigh 4,000 pounds. It doesn't weigh 4,000 or 4 tons. Oh, never mind. Same Fourth, thing. 4,042 <laughs> 4, pounds. That's what I meant to say. So, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, and that's kind of the thing is I just, um, you know, and I know a lot of people go through this and I wanted to just kind of talk about it because, um, again, I don't think this is unique to me. And again, I don't think that, you know, my life isn't a, in a, I'm not in a, bad place by any stretch, but there's just things about my life and aspects of my life where I wish I'm, I wish I've been paying more attention to certain things. And I wish I've been paying more attention to, you know, the being the person I think I am, as opposed to the guy I actually am, because, um, you know, from time to time in my life, those two people get to be, there, there gets to be a real big kind of gap between them. You know, the guy I think I am and the guy I actually am, um, you know, it's, it's easy to kind of pull the wool, especially over your own eyes, you know, and, and you keep telling yourself, this is, this is who I am to the world. And, you know, these are the things that I think are important. These are the characteristics about me that I'm proud of. And then you just kind of look over yourself and you're like, yeah, I, I mean, maybe I'm just telling myself the story with that stuff. I don't know that, um, you know, I am that guy now. Can I mention one thing before you continue? Please. Okay. So the first thing is the fact that you understand that you, your goals and your aspirations are different than your current life. And the fact that the pathway to get to those things is sl slipping a little means that you're the type of person that can easily fix that. So what ends up happening is people say, I want to be this kind of person and you know, they're not that kind of person and they don't have the spark that you can see them to reach that that other side, right? That that greener grass. Yeah. So ju just just to have just to have the the mindset where you know things are are creeping along a little bit, where where the trajectory is veering off, is means that you're already ninety percent there. So so if it's a matter of getting the particulars, the actual tasks, like cutting out carbohydrates or, or, um, or doing something or going to the boss and saying, listen, I do this, this, and this, and I, I expect to be better compensated or whatever those things are. Um, 
you actually are in a very good place because sometimes it takes people years or decades to figure out, oh my God, where did my life go? Why am I here? And what happened to my dreams? Right. So it's, you're actually, you're actually in a really good position to make those small corrections or what can end up being a series of small corrections turning into big ones. Yeah. I, I agree with Joel wholeheartedly uh, on, on the, what, you know, what he just said, Mike. And I mean, when you look at things, you know, what's the habits, habits are one of the, are super crazy dangerous. If they're, they're things that, you know, that are comfortable. Um, that's, you know, I've always tried very hard not to get too comfortable, uh, because you can really easily break into some bad I mean, for everybody, myself included. And I do, I mean, I'm just as, you know, I'm just as, uh, much of a victim as this as anybody else, um, where, you know, you do something for 22 days straight in a row, it's a habit. And if it's easy to do, it's really easy to turn it into a habit. And that's one of those things that's like Joel said, if it's eating too much carbs or if it's, you know, particular, um, Things like, you know, stopping to get a donut in the morning. And we're just talking about weight here. I'm not talking about life position or anything. Mm. Um, just as an example. Uh, so, you know, but if you were, you know, that's the biggest thing is just being aware. It's just being self-aware. And it sounds like to me, like, you know, um, you are, you know, I was, I lost, you know, I, I, for, I made a lot of personal changes over the last year and, um, you know, it's been a struggle. And I think that, uh, to make a lot of significant changes all at once are, is um, is difficult, and I lost my train of thought here. But um, I guess, <laughs> no, there was a point to this. But anyway, uh, I agree with I agree with Joel one hundred percent. And if you know, if it, it, I think, you know, my advice is to be to, to anybody and to myself included, you know, and I need to take my own advice is to be less comfortable. You know, um, to really try and recognize the things that need to be changed about what I do and my behaviors and habits and try and change them. Now, that being said, we, people typically don't change, you know, we are who we are. That's, we just have to figure out how to make those things work with our personality. Well, and see the other side of this too, is that, and, and you, know, you use the word comfort and that's, that's kind of a, that that's sort of a thing. I mean, is it's, and again, I, you know, I don't have a bad life. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm, I, I don't, I mean, I, I don't know that I deal with depression. I, you know, it doesn't feel like that to me. I don't, I, I don't know what clinical depression feels like. I'm pretty sure I don't ever suffer from that, but, um, there, there may be a component of that that I'm not, uh, not aware of. So I don't immediately dismiss that that might be something, but the, when you get comfortable, it's just, you know, you, you, you you're like, okay, well, I want to make some changes, but, then those changes kind of fight with what you're doing every day and what you do every day is just kind of, you know, just sort of works, you know, I mean, it doesn't work ideally, but, um, you know, I mean, it, it works. And again, I mean, if you followed me around, I mean, you know, I get up in the morning, I kiss my kids, um, you know, I'm off to work. I have friends there, um, good conversations throughout the day, you know, come home, I get to fart around with cool tools and talk to goofballs like you guys. And, and, you know, we're, we're tied into an awesome community and, you know, it's just, there's a level of comfort there that you just don't, you don't look for change, you know, and then you just end up in this place where you're just, you know, you just wake up one day and you're just away from where you wanted to go. And then you're like, well, you know, am I, am, am I okay with who I am? You know, is that, is that what just happened? I mean, did I, did I get myself in a position where I'm just, 
I'm just fine. You know, um, I'm not the best I can be. I'm, I'm, I'm not the person I want to be, but I'm, I'm good. You know, everything's good. I mean, you know, the sun came up today and everybody's healthy. Life could be a billion times worse tomorrow. You know I mean? And, uh, but that's sort of, and that's kind of the, the thing, you know, just, just one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this is because I, you know, I, I think that a lot of people deal with this and a lot of people probably deal with it more often than I do, but it's just, you just get to that point where you're just like, you know, I'm just, I am comfortable, you know, I'm, I'm not really, I don't exist in a world where I'm really afraid often. Um, but, so, but not so that's a it, habit. You know what I mean? Like there's just uh, no one, it's I, that, like that meme online that says, you know, no one ever talks about the night they went to bed early, you know? <laughs> and so it's just, uh, you know, and that's kind of, I, I sort of feel like I'm in that place and, you know, I mean, I, I don't want to become Indiana Jones tomorrow. And, but at the same time, it's just, I, there's so many components and things to me that I'd, I'd like to be better. And I'm afraid to, you know, make any changes just to the regular pattern sometimes just because, you know, what if one thing I do affects the rest of the things I do? Or, you know, what if I throw off one thing with another? And, and, you know, what if the thing I want isn't the thing that actually makes me better? You know, and it's, and then you get into this whole spiral of you're just stuck. You know, you're just, yeah. you're basically just spinning in circles. And it's like, um, and, and the worst part about this, I don't really have any answers. Um, you know, I, I just, just kind of a conversation has just been, you know, sort of stuck with me. Um, a little bit this week and, and, you know, kind of came to light a lot for me today. So it was just, um, you know, I don't know that I have any answers or, or any help that I can be. So, so, so let me, I, I think the, and, and I don't have any particular answers. I can only tell you that that's a, that's a fairly common feeling among successful people. And I bet you Izzy would echo this too, because I, I see Izzy and his frantic, uh, need to accomplish things and and he gets down when things aren't going at the pace that he wants Amen. them to and it's 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 a you know it's a real like his your well-being is wrapped up in those goal sets yep. and so so people who constantly look and reevaluate and and are introspective that way already have a list of things. Now they may not know what those goals are. I mean, other than generalize, I want to look better. I want to eat better. I want to be healthier. I want to have more money. I want to spend more time with my kids. I mean, there's a, there's easy, like those aren't actual goals. I mean, they are, but they are an actual means to the goals. So, so you can, you can figure out within those each category, how to deal with that thing. But, but when you're, when you have a personality that is, that is tuned and anybody can do it, but it, when you have a personality that's tuned for success, when you don't meet those goals, it should hurt and you should feel a, I'm going to say despair, but I, I don't mean it in like gun to the head despair. I'm talking about, there's a part of you that feels like you failed yourself. Mm. And you get those creepy little naggy things in there, even though uh, one of your goals may conflict with the other. One of them is I want to sit my fat ass down and have a good night watching a movie with the kids or whatever. Well, that doesn't help anything when I break out the popcorn or I'm eating a, a, a you know, Cheez-Its, you know, or anything else that I'm doing for for the next goal. But but your your 
you're in a comfort zone that you've actually built a goal for too. And sometimes those goals can intertwine and, and, um, cause havoc with other things. And it's a, I, I have a friend, his name's Preston. He's a, he's a sign maker. Fantastic at what he does. He is constantly busy and he's constantly looking and we interact a, a fair bit throughout a month because I'll do things for him. And he's like, man, my business is going great, but I'm just not getting anywhere. And, and I keep telling him, keep chugging at it. Keep trying little tweaks this way and that way. Set, set some goals for what you want to do and try those things out. Keep your core, you know, your, your business stuff doing what you're doing, but try some different things out this way or that way. And he, he does those. And, and I think he's, um, he has been over this last year. I I've seen him look a lot happier lately because he's been doing some more things that maybe not financially better, but he's been having more fun at he's started working back on the lathe or he's doing leather work or he's doing the sign stuff, but he's got a, a, a great helper that works with him. And he's got these things where he set little goals for himself and it helps, I think, but just understand that some of those goals are going to conflict. He's not going to sell anything on the leather work, but it's going to make him feel good about what he does. Um, he may not get the goal of more money, but it, all I'm saying is that, yes, it's awesome to have those goal sets. Yes. It's really cool. If, if you want to be pinpoint and really up a goal, uh, and get to a different goal, then sometimes other things have to suffer, which you may not like either. So there's that. Yeah. What we're really talking about here is doubt. I mean, you get into a position where, um, you know, you start doubting yourself and you start doubting the position that you're in. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that's really difficult to deal with. And, you know, I, I deal with it constantly, like very much Joel would just, just said it, uh, probably described me to a T. Um, you know, I like things to be incredibly fast paced and things to go like I want them to. And when they don't, um, it affects me in a very, <laughs> very deep way. Uh, so, you know, I, but what Mike's talking about, Mike, what you're, you know, you're really talking about doubt and that's a double-edged sword when you start talking about that sort of thing, because, you know, you, you look at your life and you're like, I, I got a pretty good life here. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not, I got a roof over my head. My kids are fed. The bills are paid. I got some fun toys to play with. I got a decent job. You got a great life, Mike. There's no doubt about that. Um, but then you start yeah. thinking, you know, about my health and, and my this, and this, is this really what I want? I mean, those, those things are doubts and, and everybody on the planet faces those. And it's just, you know, I, and I think, I think Joel hit it on the head when people who are kind of geared towards, you know, I, I don't necessarily want to describe it as success, but when people are geared towards, you know, I call them go-getters or people who like to get things done or, um, you know, it's really, it's really easy to slip into, um, questioning yourself. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, what you just described is something I battle with all the time. And, um, you know, it's just part of, it's just part of it, but there are things that, uh, I don't know that there's any real answer. I mean, we just, you know, if, if the bottom line is if, if someone's not, if you're not happy, a person's not happy, um, is there ways to make changes or should you just be, you know, are you doubting yourself because you're questioning that you, you know, I've got a great life and you know, why should I feel this way? I, I don't, you know, what, what's the, um, 
Well, and, and actually, you know, you the uh, I saw something the other day that that's kind of pointing here. It said that doubt has killed more dreams. Um, what is it? Doubt has killed more dreams than failure. Failed more people than, ever has. than an action ever has. Yeah. Well, that's so, just that's the bottom line. Is, is you know when you start talking about change, we get back to that whole you know, comfort being comfortable and having doubts. And um, there's a lot of people out there in the world, myself included, that don't do particular things because I'm um, there's fear or of uh, or doubt that it will be valuable you know, in one, in whatever shape, form of the other it is, or that I just don't, in my case, um, like the, you know, there's a lot of things I'd like to do, but I just can't cause I already am doing more than I should, I think. But, um, I have like, uh, like right now with the school stuff, everything's going on with that. I lost, I had a couple of investors. I lost them because we could not agree upon how the school, you know, how this thing would be ran. So now I've got to pay for most of this out of pocket minus a little help I got from some brands back in the beginning. So now I'm doubting myself whether I can make this work or not. I will. I mean, that's just my nature. I'll figure it out. But, you know, it's one of those things where you have to, you could battle through, battle through it. And, um, um, I think that there's a there's that finite point where you have to kind of accept certain aspects of things that they're okay that it's just okay and you have to be okay with it being okay or you have to decide to change it. Mm. Well, and see for me, I mean, I, I the the impetus for all this is and and I I hadn't paid much attention to it because I I I'm very easy to blow this off, but um I think we talked about very briefly on the uh, podcast about a couple of weeks ago, but um, <laughs> I mean, I almost choked to death in the room I'm currently recording in. Actually, my daughter found me on the floor about three feet from where I'm sitting. So, and it was, and it's just dumb luck that I got up and fell forward and, you know, ended up freeing the thing that was blocking me from dying. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, <laughs> when you when you when that hits you know there's there, there's a lot of emotion and stuff that comes along with that obviously um and i try not to spend a lot of time or pay much attention to that because i didn't die <laughs> you know so um so i don't want to get caught up in in kind of the uh you know hey pay attention to me um you know i almost died look at me i'm special type of thing cuz i when i see that in other people it kind of makes me crazy but at the same time, it's like, um, you know, I could have, I could have been 42 years old, dead on the floor of my house. My daughter would have been the one to find me, you know? And it's just, when I think about that, um, you know, you, you just start thinking like, okay, well, what are some of the things that, and, and again, I haven't spent much time with that thought, but it's just like, what are some of the things if, if that was the last day, um, you know, and, and, and over something so silly as, you know, I'm just choking. You know what I mean? Like I was just sitting in my bonus room watching TV. I think I was getting ready to edit something for us. Um, you know, and, and uh, you know, just, just fluke accident. All of a sudden I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't cough. I can't do anything. And I just panic and pass out, you know, and it's like at, at 42 years old, like what are the things that I just haven't put in, you know, that I haven't done that I, you know, things that, I wanted to do better things that I wanted to be remembered for, you know, those type of things. And it's like, 
Again, you know, I haven't spent a lot of time with that because it's, I mean, it's kind of silly. I, I, I haven't spent any more time with that now than I would have otherwise. Um, you know, just because I, I, I don't really like getting caught up in those, in those thoughts. I'm, I'm not a, a down person. I, I prefer to try and find, um, you know, there's, there's always good stuff happening around you, you know, and it's just, but that, I think that whole thing is kind of, you know, kind of jog some things in me that maybe, um, you know, I just didn't want to have conversations about, particularly with myself. I mean, I, I'm actually, it's easier for me to talk to other people, even about me than it is for me to talk to myself about me. Um, which is probably where some of this is coming from tonight. So, and I apologize to the seven regular listeners who are <laughs> probably wondering how they get off this ride at some point. But, um, but yeah, it was just that that interaction and sort of that moment has been. Um, there's been a lot of emotional baggage that I've been kind of dealing with since that happened, um, you know, and it's just been. Uh, just, just again, you know, kind of a lot of introspection, a lot of, you know, what do I want to do? What do I want to be? Who am I? Um, you know, and who do I think I am? And right. and the problem with a lot of these thoughts is a lot of them kind of happen without me paying attention. They're not like, you know, there's there's voices in my head that tell me things, <laughs> you know, which we all have. Um, but, you know, I'm just kind of sitting there thinking through some of this stuff and it's just like, I just, the, the, you know, and, and the thought that keeps haunting me is the person I think I am and the person I am are two different people. Um, you know, and, and I need to fix that to some extent, you know what I mean? So, yeah, that makes um, sense. Yeah. And that's the, and, and I don't want to be two different people. You know, I, I don't want to have an image of myself that other people can't recognize, you know? Yeah. And I don't want to have an image of myself that I don't recognize, you know? So and, you know, and I think, you know, just kind of saying these things out loud and kind of talking through them, um, I think, you know, it's kind of the beginning of how to, you know, sort of have the conversation. Right. You know, instead of having it in your head, you're having it, you know, even just saying the words out loud is probably a good idea. Um, and, and again, you know, I, I think that I think the conversation is useful, particularly in a medium like this, because I'm, I, I just know that other people deal with this stuff, maybe not necessarily regularly, but um you know, everybody goes through this, you know, and it's just, and I'm sure there's somebody listening to this right now who's like, you know, God damn it. I'm in the same place. Like, you know, what do we do about it? And, uh, I think being able to have this conversation and being able to, you know, just tell people that, you know, look, you know, this is, this is something that we all go through. This is something that I, you know, am currently dealing with and, and, um, and, you know, I mean, I, I, whether whether I know the answers or not, it's just, uh, you know, it's 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 a conversation you have to have, you know, and it's you have to kind of say things out loud so that you understand them and then plan ways away from whatever it is that you want. So and, and that's, you know, hopefully what I'm doing here. <laughs> so no, we'll uh, that makes we'll a lot of Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. How all this goes. You know, everything you're saying makes a lot of sense. And it sounds like, you know, I mean, you you kind of can't had a, had a precipice event that that is, you know, really in a way solidified all these thoughts and stuff. And I mean, I think a lot of us feel the same or go through the same emotions or thoughts and, um, you know, you just, you articulate them very well much better than I can. And I think, um, you know, it's one of those things where, what do you do when you get to that point and being able to voice it and talk about it and maybe, um, maybe others out there can, can, um, uh, you know, really relate to that. So I, I think it's a valuable thing that we're, that we're sitting and talking about this. And, um, I wonder if I might ask you a question, do you find that, um, 
do you find yourself being hard on yourself sometimes when you like say something or, or you do something or you're in a, you're in a situation where you just like, I could have handled that better or I should have done this. Do you do that a lot? Uh, I, I, yes and no. I mean, there are, the problem is, is that when I do it, I, I have a hard time letting it go. Um, one of the things that you don't know about me and this is, I don't really talk about it, but I have, a, I have a creepy memory, you know, as long as we're talking about creep. Um, I can remember very specific, very intricate details about all kinds of times throughout the, my day in life. Like I can, I remember being in fourth grade and what my teacher said to me on a day that, you know, I, I, I told them about a, <laughs> um, they told me, Hey, the answer you gave is wrong. And I said, no, it's not wrong. It's on this, you know, it's on, it's on page 92 in the textbook. I remember that now it's the third paragraph. Um, you know, and it's just like, I can, I can recall things. And, you know, a lot of people call that people that know me closely and personally, you know, they're like, that's, you know, that's a real gift. And it's not because the things that you recall and the things that play over and over in your head are not the things you want to spend a lot of time with. I mean, there's a lot right. of, there's a lot of angry demons from the, you know, from before. I mean, just imagine reliving the shittiest moments of your life over and over again. You know I mean? Cause that's basically what happens to me is they play like a movie in my head. Um, you and I are more alike than, you know, yeah. So, I mean, and, and that's a, um, you know, so I mean that that's, there's some of that, but so yeah, like I don't spend a lot of time, um, with, you know, uh, I wish this interaction would have gone better, but when it happens, it's really hard for me to let it go because I mean, it literally is like a movie playing in my mind, just nonstop. Yeah. So it's, um, you know, it's just a little bit, uh, little bit harder for me to, you know, kind of release those thoughts. So sometimes I just have to kind of fight them away. Right on. No, I understand that completely. I, in fact, this is kind of funny that you're talking about this. In fact, last night I was watching some stuff and, um, uh, I'm not going to get into a lot of details about it, but you know, some really nice art form, uh, woodworking and some stuff that was very beautiful. And it was one of those things that, um, I haven't done really nice woodworking in, probably five or six years, you know, I kind of just do the jigs and the gears and the, you know, the little projects here and there. And I, I actually kind of felt a little bit like a sellout because <laughs> I was like, I, I really should do, you know, get back into more and more, more of that high form, uh, work. And, um, you know, it's one of those things where it's, it's a doubt thing again. Um, you know, will the audience accept that kind of a content from me if it's, uh, you know, a design, like a high form design build and, you know, it takes three or four videos to do the whole thing. And, um, so this weekend I was back to making gears, but anyway, <laughs> I just spent all day making gears for another project. But, um, you know, it's one of those things where you got to question, you question yourself, you question what, what the next, um, you know, what the next right step is, or how do you be true to yourself and still, you know, uh, make it through the day, I guess. Anyway, um, I don't know if, uh, you know, if anybody out there listening goes through this stuff either, but I'm, I'm going to have to assume that most people do. Um, and I'd be interested to hear from the audience, you know, what kind of things do you do to deal with, deal with this kind of stuff? I mean, I, I can always use the, the tips and tricks and tools to deal with dealing with, um, you know, doubt and this, this creep as, as Mike so eloquently put it. So that would be interesting to hear what the audience has to say. Yeah. And that's, you know, the, we, you know, we're always asking for comments and feedback and, and sort of that stuff. And again, I don't, you know, this isn't a call to help, <laughs> you know, don't show up at my house with a basket, 
Um, oh no, I'm, I'm definitely I'm jumping in the Prius tonight, spending the thirty bucks to get there and giving you a big hug. In, cents to get the gas. Yeah, I'm um, gonna give you a big hug in the morning. So yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, it's not you know, it, it's nothing like that. It's, you know, I'm not suicidal or you know, there's, there's no sheriff coming to my house to help me with a foreclosure or anything like that. So, um, you know, but if you have any. If you've dealt with this and you've been successful to some extent, you know, I mean, if you have any um, sort of comments or, or just sort of feedback, if you want me to, uh, if you'd like to share that with us, um, you know, you can just find me on Facebook. You can hit us up on our, um, you know, Instagram. We're at maybe podcast on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. So, you know, go there. Just, you know, kind of if you have any sort of introspection or, you know, things that uh, tips, tricks or whatever the case may be, um, you know, just reach out to us and let us know, Hey, you know, here's what happened. If, if it's something personal, you know, uh, you know, we'll just keep it between us. If it's something that you think is useful for, um, the community and the people that listen to the show, I mean, we'll share it. Uh, you know, I mean, it's, um, yeah, absolutely. we don't have to credit you if it's something that's very personal. Uh, we don't, you know, if you want credit for it then you know, we're, we're happy to give you that as well, but it's, um, and again, I, it's not, this isn't something that never happens to anybody but me. You know, this is something that happens to everybody all the time. Um, you know, and it's just, and, and when it hits you, it comes hard, you know, because, you know, we all have this romantic version of ourselves. I mean, we all want to be a, you know, we all want to be the superhero in our own movie, you know? So it's like, um, you know, you look up and you're like, geez, you know, I'm just the, I'm the guy in the red shirt on Star Wars. You know, I'm not even, <laughs> I'm not even the, uh, I'm not even the superhero at this point. So, um you know, you just, if you have any useful ideas or thoughts about, you know, just what does that all look like? You know, definitely just, uh, let us know. And, you know, even if you don't think it's going to be helpful, um, you know, I find that there are the, the smallest things you do and the most random things you do seem to be the most helpful every now and again, I'll just find somebody I haven't talked to in a while, go online, just send them a message and say, Hey, just thinking about you. I want to let you know, I love you and I hope everything's going good. And, you know, they just respond back. Almost 100% of the time I get a response back from somebody that says, hey, you know, I, I really needed that today. Thank you. Um, you know, I don't know where that came from, but I really appreciate it. You know, and it's just, uh, you know, it, if you think that you can be a help, but you're, you know, you, you, you think it might be silly to, to comment or interact, you know, let that feeling go. Go ahead and, you know, if, if you've got something you think could be helpful, you know, I'm, I'm sure I could benefit from it. I'm sure... Again, and there's other people out there that, you know, if it was good for you, it, it might work for them, you know, so feel free to share and, and for, for God's sakes, if you, if you see us walking down the street, give us a hug. Yeah. We can probably first, use though. it. I'm just telling you. <laughs> oh no, I'll hug anybody all the time. You can walk up to me whenever you feel like it. And you know, I'm, I'm happy to uh, throw my hands around no, you, I... give you a big kiss, slap you on the ass. It's uh, you know, whatever you're into. So. <laughs> I'm going to hug Mike. So, 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 so what did we, what did we learn from this? this we podcast learned <laughs> we've learned that Izzy doesn't articulate emotion well or talk about it very well. We've learned that Mike is, um, you know, much. Yes. But Izzy, we could have oh, talked God. to one of your exes. Oh, we've learned that, that Mike, we've learned that Mike is very, there's a very, very deep soul. And we've learned that, uh, Joel has lots of good advice. Yeah. <laughs> Joel's full of shit, aren't hey, we all? My friends don't get to my friends don't get to talk about themselves that way, Joel. You you yeah, are, well, you, are <clears throat> you are a kind and I'm, I'm, I, <laughs> all the time. Well, no, time. no, that, that, I'm I'm telling you, you guys are 
this is you're you're articulating something that I think ninety nine point nine percent of the people people basically have to be sociopaths or psychopaths not to understand that self doubt and not to understand that they have goals that they're not reaching and that makes them feel bad whatever that bad comes as depression anger whatever um, I think I think it's a common theme I think you would be unnatural if you think everything's just hunky-dory all the time. My guess is you don't have very many friends if you think everything's hunky-dory all the time because they probably think you're an asshole. Um, I, I don't think there's anything. I think everybody, you know what? If the best in, in, in one of the greatest things that you can do for someone is to go up to them and say, listen, you're having a bad day. Do you want to talk about it? Or, Hey, I noticed you've been down for a little while. Talk to me. Tell me what things are, what things aren't working right. Because it's, it's an easy thing to do as a friend. And sometimes it's nice for people just to say those things. It may not mean anything. It may not come to any fruition. It may not actually do any actual thing, but maybe they just need to release a little something. Um, Apparently women do it all the time. So go wild, guys. <laughs> I'm just going to keep my emotions all bottled up inside. Thank you very much. I like it. <laughs> there you go. You can. That's the healthy man way. Just deal with it like every other bottle man. It up, bottle it up it and, and drink it. your heart stops. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, you know. That's right. Old habits die hard, right, guys? It's like that uh, I saw some, there was a t-shirt right. once that said, uh, the new Nike running shoe, it helps you, uh, tells you what you're running from. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the answer is always list. commitment wow <laughs> so. got a, there better be a list so well yeah. uh i think uh i think that we've probably spilled enough uh emotion into the airwaves yeah. uh, guys if you're driving please don't crash your cars yeah. stay away from the telephone or poles if crash don't don't crash small <laughs> crash big because you know you don't want to limp you want you want to all or nothing Go out like a Go out like a Viking. Go out like a hero. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, dear but, Lord. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> listen, for those of you that are still here and made it all the way through, um, uh, you know, yeah. Um, Without slaying your I, wrist. I mean, listen, I, you know, I, if nothing else, um, you know, hopefully that this conversation helps somebody because um, I won't know if I feel better until I wake up tomorrow and decide whether I hate myself or this was a good idea. And uh, <laughs> I'm sure, you know, and we won't release this for a few days. So the feedback will be, the feedback loop will be slow. I already have forgotten about this, but um, so, but. Uh, <laughs> that is not true. We value everybody's opinion about our podcast uh, as much as it to should be. I to uh, Mr. Red Smith. Uh, he sent in some um, questions and some comments uh, about some show ideas. Uh, we did not forget you, sir. We just, uh, this had to come out, so I apologize that we skipped over your um, your instant message. Thank you very much, to also to that gentleman. I'm going to link him down in the description, but uh, actually, I'm not going to link him in the description because he doesn't want to be associated with the suicide show. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to him next time. But uh, yeah, he's always that guy's always sending me messages online, always telling me that he's listening, he enjoys the show, he loves everybody, he wants big. Um, what's I mean, wrong sure with the list, but, uh, you know, we don't have to get into that. He's our kind of people. So that's, uh, that's what's wrong with him. But, yeah. um, 
But yeah, that's uh, again, guys. Find us online. We're at uh, at Maybe Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, you know, if we're friends on Facebook. Hit me up with a message. Just you know, like I say if you got any comments or anything that's worked for you in situations like this where you're just kind of figuring things out. You know, whatever those things are, then you know, feel free to to drop us a line and and you know that might be useful. You know, at the very least, we won't make fun of you for doing it. So um, at least not publicly. <laughs> so, but. Uh, but that's it. I mean, uh, Izzy, uh, just uh, tell our uh, tell our friends listening where they can find you. Um, I'll be over in the corner weeping like a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me that Izzy's, Izzy's video he's going to edit tonight is going to be very somber. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really glad I already did the voiceover. Damn. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh, um, here's me using the CNC machine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, geez. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. Well, Izzy's in the corner in a diaper. Joel, where can they find you, sir? Actually, uh, everybody knows where to find me. I'm just that kind of guy. But I will tell you, there's a really cool uh, buddy who I met last year at at, uh, Atlanta Woodworking Show. And every time he does something, it's amazing because he does a thing that I would like to do, maybe as a hobby. But his name's Heath Knuckles. And that's Knuckles with a K. Go look him up. He has a YouTube channel and he does a lot on Instagram. And he makes these beautiful castings with resin, oftentimes with uh, some burl or or some sort of wood thing in it. But if, you, if you've ever seen anything that looks like it should be a movie prop or that it's something from another planet or it's so pretty that it should be some sort of Tiffany and Company prop, for one of their stores. Uh, he's done it. It's just this amazing uh, uh, alchemy of of mixing these resins and colors and additives and burls and degassing everything and coming up with all this stuff. And it's such a fun process to watch. And then the finishing process, like buffing all the way to like 50,000 grit to where everything kind of just sparkles and shines. Uh, it's amazing, amazing, uh, passion of his. I have a little keychain of his that I still carry around. It's, uh, it's awesome. And you guys should check him you're out. Here. He's a, he's a true craftsman. I definitely. Uh, second that hell of a guy too. Yeah. Super nice guy. Take, put that in your pipe. So there, smoke take it. that. And, uh, <laughs> I'd like, I'll probably link him in the description That's below, right. but I'll probably forget because. I'm going to go drink a fifth of vodka as soon as we get off the radio. Because <laughs> that's how right, the Irish folks. deal. <laughs> Heath Knuckles. But, uh, well, listen, guys. Um, you know, they they, they yes. go to Russia and borrow the vodka? They, they, you, you, make, you can make vodka that's out of nice. potatoes, by the way. It's expensive. I don't understand why the I Irish didn't have this at I first. Mean, when, you, when you're that drunk, who's got time to innovate? So... And I apologize to all my, right. my Irish brother right. out there. They found the... But... Well, there's a possibility we with our 17 listeners. At least one of them knows somebody that's Irish. So, Mom, after you, this... You know... You know well, the chances of actually somebody still <laughs> listening... <laughs> yeah. And there goes another one. <laughs> so, that was our last one. That was it. We're down to zero listeners, guys. <laughs> Keep going. Um, I want to get into the negatives. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, and what's sad is I don't I even listen to this crap. It was too much, so it was. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, oh. I'm going to stop you there. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I love the sound of my own voice. You guys, All right, uh, guys, everybody have you guys have a have uh, a fantastic good evening, night. And, uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. Bye.